So are, are you suggesting that most of the mental anguish from Vietnam was um, was GIs failing to adapt to the local cuisine? Are I'm, you? I'm saying there's a link. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. The medieval town of Woolpit derived its name from pits used to trap wolves which surrounded the town. However, one day, two children with strange complexions appeared in these pits. This week on Unexplained Legends, the green children of Woolpit. Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of The Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... Dennis Dostevelen. And together we are The Unexplained Legends. Why uh, didn't we call ourselves The Unexplained Brothers? Uh, I think that we wanted to just uh, move away from the idea that we might have been, like, related or siblings yeah. or anything. Yeah, no, I would have liked that. We could have worn dungarees in different colours and stuff. I think as well, um, people would have gotten confused, because the way that we would have abbreviated it, they would have said bras. The bras, like, Unexpl- but some people just thought we were talking about bras. The unexplained bras. Have you cha- Actually, that's, have you changed any of that pronunciation since you came to the UK, specifically the A's? Uh, I don't, I don't think I have. No. Uh, um, would you would you uh, say take uh, off that would you say take uh, off that bra or take off that bra? Well, I'd actually say neither. I'd say get those baps out, bird. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always said that. How's uh, how's your week going in general? Out of ten, I'm sick. You're sick. Okay, sick. All right, that knocks a point off anyway. Yeah. So you're down to an eight. I'd say. What uh, kind of sickness do you think you have? I have a cold. Yeah. Got, do you know what this thing? Um, a little bit of observational comedy for people here. You could honestly have the zombie virus. Right. And as long as it's not COVID nowadays, mm. people do this thing like in work and stuff like that. They're dying sick and they go, it's not COVID. Listen, it's fine though. I've checked yeah. and it's not COVID. It's like, yeah, but you have measles. Well, I do say, I do think as well, <laughs> you've, you've three weeks to live. <laughs> but I, I think as well, it works the opposite way now as well, which is terrible. Because like you have a cold or a flu or something. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, oh, doing the podcast might be a bad idea. Yeah. But then I'm like, but sure, it's not COVID. Oh, it was, but mine actually is COVID. Yeah, I think um, I, I, back in the day, I never took sick days. Never. I'd turn up and half-ass it, no problem, but I'd never take a sick day. Mm. Nowadays? Speaking of half-assing it, right? Yeah. So my friend is a teacher. Okay. And I asked him, he was telling me a lot of stories. I went home to Ireland like a couple of weeks ago, and he was telling me a lot of stories about the students and stuff. And to be honest, I was kind of thinking, you know, some of those stories, they're actually pretty funny, like what these <laughs> students are doing. Yeah. No, they're like totally flying in the face of school rules and stuff. But I was like, it's pretty funny. And I said, do you ever like laugh? And he said, they have like really strict cleaning policies mm. still since COVID and whatever. And he said that probably a couple of months ago now, there was this guy and they were cleaning up the desks and afterwards there's two people who were selected to clean the desks. Yeah. Right? So these two guys came up and you can imagine the two guys were putting their hands up to clean the desks, right? They were like, oh, I'll, I'll be the best. Like, Nerd give, me a go- give me a, exactly. Yeah. Give me a gold star or whatever, right? And this fella's just waiting in the background. So the boys go up and they clean the desk and they wipe it down and they're looking at it and they're going, great job. This fella runs up from the back, right? He's no trousers on. What? Right, they're gone, Right. Jumps up on the desk, slides across it with his arse, uh, or like arses all the way along the desk, and he turns around to the two boys and he goes, you'd want to give that another wife? Sweet. <laughs> right? So then my Jesus. friend, my friend the teacher, 
obviously thinks this is hilarious, right? But like has to discipline the guy. So he starts like he has to put his head into his hands, like crying, like and he's like, get out, get out of the office, get out or get out to the office, get out to the office. And then later on they're talking to the principal and your man's like, But you know, Mr. X, he was laughing, he thought it was hilarious. And then my friend found himself going like what do I do here? Like, do I do I lie and betray this child? And obviously, you betrayed him. That does remind me of. I've told you this story before, but I can't name the person mm-hmm. genuinely All right. for very serious reasons. But they used to be a bit of a troublemaker in secondary school, and all, like always get in trouble. One day when we were leaving class, and like that, we one person would like you know be meant to put up all the chairs. Mm. Everyone's chairs was up except for this one guy's chair because he was like last getting up off it. And the teacher goes, oh, you're not allowed to go home until you put up that chair up. And the teacher said, or sorry, the guy says to the teacher, fuck you and fuck the chair. And kicks the chair. I swear to Christ, the chair flips up into the air and lands perfectly on the table. I'm, I'm not shitting you. <laughs> and the teacher said, lovely stuff. Thank you so much for doing that. All right. So, Raj, what are we doing this week? This week, Dennis, we're doing, we're actually doing a special one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is a special one that was suggested by a listener of the podcast. No way. Yeah, yeah. How recent was it suggested? Let's see. Um, I definitely found the message relatively recently, but uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll say we'll say a few weeks ago. The uh, but shout out to to Matt. He sent me a little message and said, "Oh, you know, love the podcast." He's listening from Canada, which is brilliant. You know, yeah, brilliant stuff. Listening from Canada, and he said, "Oh, surprised you haven't done a few of these ones." Mm. And he named one that instantly I was like... Can we just back up a little bit? So did Matt, was this Matt like emailed into Gmail or he like dropped into your DMs? Uh, He dropped into my DMs. No, he didn't. He did. Into your personal DMs. Yeah, into my personal DMs. And you don't know him before this? No, no. And he he just messaged you? Yeah, he just messaged me. Matt, what the hell is that about? He he messaged, he said, uh, he said, hey, hey, the real brains between... Behind unexplained legends. <laughs> well, that's our thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, the real brains between unexplained legends. Just wanted to drop you a little message to say I love your podcast. I think it's great. Here, right. I'm not like I don't even think we should do this episode. To be quite honest. Oh, why not? Why? Like, why? Why are we being dictated by this Matt guy from Canada? Well, he, he, he sounds like a fucking wiener. No, if he, I'm going to be no, honest. no, he he's like not. Sounds like a real wiener. I, I don't think so. I thought he sounded like a bun, the opposite of wiener. <laughs> okay. He, uh, I, I thought he seemed like an upstanding guy and brilliant, like brilliant. He named something that I was like, oh my god! I was hitting myself in the head. Why don't like, you just marry him? Why don't uh, you? Why don't you get married? I might. Yeah, I, I do get married. Why don't you move to Canada and get a Canadian visa and just Maybe become I, right. and just lick maple syrup off each other? Slow your roll, okay. Slow your roll. Just because you're cranky. Cranky because nobody you. should see the you. DMs I get, man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah? oh, wow. I won't even get into them. They're from the Lady of the Lake, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah, when, when, when you're coming to Curacao's house. <laughs> Christmas Eve around. So, he, he honestly, it was like perfect timing. I was thinking, what, what will we do now? What will we coming up to the, the anniversary? What will we do? He hits me with one. And I'm like, oh, brilliant, brilliant. It's like a medieval mystery. Okay. And I, you know me, I love Sounds the Sounds Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I want I want to say as well, before we continue with this, that I've gotten a few suggestions from some other people. And they're they're great suggestions too. They require me to do a bit of research because they're stuff that's not immediately in my wheelhouse. Mm. So that's why if anyone has suggested anyone anything and thought, why is Matt getting preferential treatment? Yeah. Did he also send you a tenor or something? Did you get it? Did you get a one for all vote off him? He, he might he did, might Did it really say it? make sure you share this with Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 uh, he may or may not may or may not send us 
brackets me a pizza. All right, okay, here we go. What are we doing? We're doing something, Dennis, called the Green Children of Woolpit. <laughs> okay, here we go. I've never heard of that. Have you heard of that before? Oh yeah, a big one. Yeah, he he said it, and I went, Don't. "God damn it! <laughs> Why haven't we done this?" Yeah, I went. I I honestly felt stupid for myself. I went, "Oh my god, how did I, the brains behind Unexplained Legends, <laughs> not?" Not remember to do the Green Children of Woolpit. All right, so Green Children of Woolpit, let's give a couple of guesses. Um, they are children who are born between animal and man. Uh, no. Chemically born. No. Um, magic children. Uh, closer, yeah. Okay, are we, are, do we believe in magic? I can't remember. Let's get into it in a while. They're witch children. Oh, alien witch children. Witch, they're they're perceived as witches, but they're actually aliens. I'm going to stop you there because uh, you might end this podcast early if you talk okay. too much longer. So I, I think I think on the back of that, it's probably best that we crack on with the lamestream narrative. The life of a 12th century medieval peasant was not a particularly eventful one. Your days would largely be spent toiling in the fields of your local lord. If you were lucky enough to survive into adulthood, you could hope to live between 60 to 70 years old, and likely would have experienced little of note outside of the odd, particularly bountiful harvest. Unless, of course, you happen to be a resident of the sleepy English town of Woolpit during the reign of King Stephen. Do you think we're like 21st century peasants? Um, Do you think we're the equivalent? Because like, it sounded like they said spending their days toiling and stuff. Like We don't toil in fields, but we toil around the apartments and stuff. Yeah, I, I think... Do you, know that, do you know that song, 21st century schizoid man? It's like 21st yeah. century peasant man. <laughs> uh, that's us. Um, I, I do think... I think that we're... I think a podcaster is very like a modern peasant. Yeah. Do you think our listeners, let's say if we're back in those days, do you think it'd be mostly the peasantry? Oh, that's interesting. Would noble people be listening to us because they'd be like, oh, we listen to these two peasants here. That's kind of interesting. You know, like kind of on uh, Peasant Safari. I think we'd get the odd noble person listening. Yeah. Uh, but I think generally it would be peasants. Yeah. So it, we're, we're doing a peasant to peasant podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we're P2P. Okay. We're good. a P2P podcast. Uh, and you can just imagine like the, our intro music, but done entirely with like lutes. Oh, absolutely. Um, Played by peasants. Yeah. And uh, we j- every every week we're talking about how like, oh, you know, oh, I got I got the Black Death. You know, people say no to you. People yeah. say, people say, oh, don't worry, I'm sick, but it's not the Black Death. There'd be podcasts starting all the time and then just ending abruptly because one of the hosts would die. Uh, so just in this, where's Woolpit? Woolpit? Very glad you asked me that. Mm-hmm. It's in England. <laughs> Whereabouts in England? Is it close to us? It's in, I believe it's in Suffolk. Oh, Where's Suffolk? Is that the sunny east? Why do you do these things to me? <laughs> well, people want to know where Woolpit is. You want to know where it is just in case you're near it. Not to go visit it, just in case you run through it. Okay, let me let me paint a picture of you, Dennis, right? Somebody comes to you and says, right, here's a story about some green children in a place called Woolpit. Yeah. Do you think that I'm more interested in the green children or do you think I'm more interested in where it happens to be in modern day England? <laughs> you have to answer that. No, yourself. I don't well, know. It, it, is, it is in the east of England. It's so, Suffolk. S- sunniest county, I think. Gets the most sun. Really? Suffolk? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Uh, I have no idea, but it might explain the green children. <laughs> Maybe put a pin in that then if, if, you, if you think you've already come up with a, with a theory, right? Uh, I should say as well, I've said there during the reign of King Stephen, a few of the 
sources that this story comes from, they have different opinions on during which reign it took place. Mm -hmm. But I've gone with King Stephen seems to be the earliest, the earlier source says that. So I've gone reign of King Stephen, which... Frankly, I'll be honest with you. Stephen, not a very kingly name. Ne- just about to bring it up. Never heard of King Stephen before. Like, yep. King Henry sounds quite cool. There was a lot of them. King Arthur, you know, but like, King Steve. King I bet you, I bet yeah. you hated when people called him King Steve, Steve as well. King Steve. The, the old K-Steve. The old K King Steve, the only King Steve. Ste- yeah, Stephen, not a very... Stefan, I can picture as a king. Yeah. Stephen, bit like... What would Stephen be? Bread. Would he be like a pub landlord? Uh, not even really. He'd come in there after getting divorced from his wife. You think so, Stephen? Yeah, but he'd be. You know what? He, we know what happened. He'd he'd get divorced and get conned into investing in the local pub by a landlord. Oh, you really? And, and and like he'd sink all his money into it, but they'd never share how much um, money they're actually making from the bar. They'd keep robbing money from Steve oh. until he'd have to get into some sort of like criminal racket. Kind of feel bad for. for <laughs> yeah, he's Steve, not having a good time. Man. No, no. Um, the town, the town of Woolpit, Dennis, which you're, you seem to be so interested in, where it's located, right? The town has gotten its name due to the large pits which would be dug around the paddocks where livestock grazed in order to trap roaming wolves. Cool. Yeah, so a wool pit, that comes from wolf pit. It was originally wolf. That's really cool. So um, big boy wolves wandering around the place, which are now, I assume, extinct. Well, yeah, I, I believe so. Well, actually... We, well, we what do you mean? We might what, do. What? Some, we might. There might be some. There's a couple of knocking around, is there? A couple of yeah. dire wolves or something. I know you're big into real rewilding. I love a bit of rewilding, but I didn't think it was such a contentious subject. People really hate rewilding. There's a bit of a debate about rewilding. We probably shouldn't get into. Which side are you on? I I was previously pro rewilding. Oh, what, what's now? You don't like it anymore? No, I don't. Why? I don't because uh, I heard about all the all the sheep getting killed in um, in Central Europe that they're trying to rewild in. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ah, uh, geez, I used to work with sheep. Yeah, they're my old colleagues. Good buddies. So sheep are fairly destructive, though. Well, I, I, I. This is what made me go on the fence about rewilding. Is I watched an interview with one of the main like European rewilding people in oh. in response to the fact that the wolves in this like rewilding area. I think in like the north of Germany or something like that, in response to the fact that they'd killed like 50 sheep in, in, in a matter of a few months, uh, his response was just basically, well, yeah, well, that's what the wolves are going to do. Yeah, I see he's probably not the best representative then for rewilding. Like, you know. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, what? what? I, will, I will say though, some of them, like the rewilders are quite, they're almost militant. Like, I know, yeah, I, know how, yeah. I know how that sounds. That sounds like I'm trying to turn you against or turn people no, against no, the group. Yeah, yeah. But like, some of the things are just like, here, look, lads, if we're, if we're thinking about bringing back wolves, Maybe we'll just take it a little bit handier with people. You know, like we brought back a couple of eagles. We'll bring back a couple of beavers. Then we'll just sneak. Do you know what they should do? Just sneak in the wolf. Do you know what I'd say? i say forget wolf. Jump straight to bear. <laughs> Get the bears Put back. Put a few bears in here. The bears back. I don't think we ever had any bears, did we? No. Actually, do you want to know an interesting fact about Is that? Is it about monks? No, it's not. Okay. For, what? what? <laughs> See, no. That in, um, in the Irish language, in the ancient Irish lan- language, used in um, used to write stuff like the the ton, ton vocal, Bocunia and stuff like that. There is a comparison of Ku Cullen is said to be as big and as fierce as a bear. Here's the interesting thing for you. Uh, I think actually even the translation is a honey dog, which is mm. you know good good definition of a bear. Bears never native to Ireland, and they can tell by the evolution of the language that that came from the roots of the Celtic language coming from central or coming from Iberia 
where there would have been bears at some point. Oh, cool. So they can tell that... Basically, imagine a comparison being so uh, evocative that mm. you've kept it, even though bears don't even exist anymore. I mean, the real, the real conspiracy way you should have brought that across was they have a name for bear and there was no bears. Oh! oh. That's what you need to do. So the wolf pits, Dennis, right? The wolf pits. I thought you would have been more interested in that, but apparently you just wanted to know if it was in Suffolk or not. So mm-hmm. that's lovely. Um, however, Dennis, right, they, the wolf pits... Used to dig them around fields. Wolves would get stuck in them. They'd go and they'd pick up the dead wolves. However, one day while patrolling the pits, the people of Woolpit didn't find their usual quarry, but instead happened upon two mysterious children dressed in unusual colours and most strikingly of all, with green coloured skin. That's actually fucking terrifying. Mm. I will give you that. That's terrifying that you have these weird pits around the place. And you know what's scary about it is just the fact that it's like, how do I say, you know the way like like spooky shit would be happening at night yeah. and you've just happened to stumble upon something that's interrupting that. Mm. And now you've, you've, you've just caught a load of green children and you're like, could you imagine going out checking it and just going, I'm actually going to, I'm going to walk back 20 yards and I'm going to come back out and it's not going to have two green children in it. Do you know what? Isn't it the perfect like intro to something like the X Files? Oh, just it's brilliant! It. It's really, really good. The uh, yeah, so they two two green children. One of them is a boy. One of them is a girl. Are, and are they completely humanoid? Like they're exactly the same, except just the color of green. Like, uh, what kind of green are they? Are they like a you know a dark green, or are they like a luminous green? I think I think we'll we'll get to that. Okay. Um, you know, I suppose you automatically imagine that it would be kind of an luminous green, like the most craziest green. But was it just kind of you know a dark dark green? Well, I'd say uh, I would say you're thinking fleshy green. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a bit of me wonders what if they might be scaly, but. Reptilian. But wait, listen, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying, I'm not putting any ideas in your head, but I'm just saying. Can they still be classified as like children if they're I'm, reptilian? Listen, right? I'm just saying, put a pin. You can't just there. throw that grenade in there and just walk away from it. Well, there's Dennis, an explosion on our hands here. Well, Dennis, listen to this, right? The two children were immediately taken from the pits and examined. Upon asking the children where they were from and how they got there, it was discovered that they were in fact unable to speak English. Or at least the English of, yeah. of the day. Instead, they spoke to each other in an unknown language. It was decided that they should be brought back to the village in order to learn more about them. It was at this point that they were taken in by a local man called Richard Decane. He too was perplexed by their visage and speech, but attempted to care for them the best he could. I'm surprised you didn't ask me, whoa, why, why, why did Richard Decane end up taking these children in? Well, to be honest, I stayed away from it. I stayed away from it. Because yeah. first of all, I was going to call him, I was going to say, why did Dick Decane, Dick Decane. Get, get the two kids? That sounds like a restaurant name. And, Dick Decane! And I hope that he wasn't like volunteering too enthusiastically either. But See, I think he didn't even know that there was anything wrong with the, with the children. <laughs> he just saw them come in and go, I'll take them. Yeah, I'm not They're green, they're green Dick. Green. <laughs> they're green Dick. Oh, yeah. There's a oh, comma in there. Are they? Are they? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'll um, yeah, I'll sort that out. I'll, Could you imagine that? It's what you're just lying in your whatever the mud hut or something, yeah. and he's just asleep, and then it's knocking the door, and a dick. Get up there. There's two reptilian children you have to take care of. And you're like, yeah. oh fuck off. Are mate. you serious? Again, <laughs> uh, the that, all of that pits. The uh, the truth is uh, that Dick Decane, who now no one ever called him that. 
I think he was actually just like the the local nobleman. It probably isn't really the right w- word to put it, but he, let's say he was like an important figure. All right. The so if they were aliens, they'd probably bring it to this guy. Like. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was just the person most like well equipped to look after them. So there's nothing untoward going on, right? But like I said, he was he was also perplexed by them, right? Now, unfortunately, Dennis, even under the capable supervision of one Dick DeCane, the children refused food for days, almost as if they were unable to eat the typical breads or meats of the town. What did they feed them? Did they go onto the pet shop and get them like a tin of lizard food or something? <laughs> well, they were they were flies. They were trying to get them li- live locusts. Um, well, did they like eat raw meat or something? No, so they were trying to give them food. They were yeah. giving them bread. Like imagine only giving you bread now, and like turn turn your head away from it. Like uh, that's yeah. But I also have eyes on the side of my head. That's what they were doing. No mention that. And I, and I live in a very hot environment. But, but that that's what they were doing, right? They put days them, these kids would eat. Were they drinking water? It did take a bit of water, I think, yeah. Sucked it up, I think. But but get this, right? Eventually, they were they were starting to grow ill. They were becoming sickly. And it seemed as if they were on death's door. Until it was discovered that there was one food they were familiar with and could eat. Broad beans. They eagerly consumed them and soon began to feel better. What are broad beans like? What's what's the significance of that? You said it like you said. Get this, as if like oh, here's the smoking gun. Also green, also green. They're also so green, they just right? eat green things. Is that? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying they only eat green things, but they they listen. But I don't see the significance of it. Why why you're you're acting like that is that's it? Like game set and match. They eat yeah. beans. Do you think there's any chance that maybe the beans are turning them green? If you said to me, do you think that's what's happening? I think that might be part of it. Has anyone conducted any experiments after this by eating hundreds of broad beans? Uh, I don't believe so. Do you think it's something we could do? Uh, I think it's probably maybe uh, maybe like a Patreon goal or something. What about uh, Matt in Canada? Since this is his episode, maybe he could eat a lot of broad beans for us. Maybe maybe Matt's big into broad beans. It could be. Maybe maybe he uh, maybe he's eating them now. Send he? us a picture of your hand, Matt. <laughs> no, there's no need to do that. Directly to you, obviously. No, since no need to do that. No, no. <laughs> I'm not putting any cards on the table yet. But all I'm saying is that there's de- it's no coincidence that they're green. And the <laughs> like, first thing what, that what I want you to say, what, what's happening right now, right? There's two green kids found in a pit and they eat beans. Yeah. That's it. Right? The green thing is, is peculiar, obviously. You, you've glossed over green at that stage. Yeah, but, we're st- but you're still being sketchy about the greenness. I'm picturing very green. Very green. I'm oh, picturing. Green, like. uh, do you know what? The do you see the fruitcake? This, this isn't helpful for the listeners, but yes. No, the fruitcake. Do you know the horrible green-looking things in that fruitcake? Um, like St. Patrick's Day green, is it? Yeah, yeah. Like gem, gem uh, green. Yeah, I'm picturing that. Or uh, oh, that magnet up there. Uh, that green. I, yeah, that's kind of a more of a St. Patrick's lime green, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, they're limey. Sickeningly green. They're limey, yeah, yeah. So they're they're mad green, like they're quite green, yeah. Yeah, it, it, they're green enough that it's not like it's not like you're hanging out with them for a few days and you go, "Hang on a minute, you're green." Yeah, you're you can see them up in the hill. And you're like that person's green. Yeah, it's like one of the first things you you'd notice. Okay, all the kids be calling but grass by, boy. But by grass and large, boy. the the village seemed to be handling this pretty well. Then, it, well, yeah, I think I think it's one of those odd what, situations. What year is it again? Uh twelfth century. 12th century, okay, we don't have a, a year or whatever. We don't have a specific year. I just feel probably if they found green children in the pit, they'd probably kill them. Well, I get where you're coming from. 
But you have to remember as well, it's very boring back then. So they keep them around for so two days. So you're weighing up. You're, you could Because think about this. They're probably going, well, we can always kill them later. That is true. So, like, we'll, we'll, bring, the, we'll bring them back. Figure out why they're, they're green. Feed them beans. Then maybe. And then we'll kill them. Don't club them to death or something. <laughs> you know, like, who knows what they Well, you'd only do. club one to death. You'd kill them both in two different ways, surely. You'd do you burn think so? One. You'd burn one and kill the other one. And, and actually, what would be great is if you fed them, like, um, I don't know, like, kernels or something. And then when you burn them, you could hear it pop inside them. Uh, okay, yeah. I won't ask any questions about why... Um, I'm just, that, I'm just being a from. village person. The, of course, of course. Which which one are you being? The policeman? <laughs> um, the, the 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 Native American? Um, the the thing that uh, comes to my mind about this is that gives a bit of credence to the idea of the beans turning you green. Is that supposedly if you eat loads of beetroot, mm-hmm. your piss goes red? Yeah, I I have I have. It's not only your piss. Oh, really? Everything goes that way. Yeah. Not for me. No? No. Not for me. Because I often buy a four-pack of... But you're uh, probably immune. Well, I don't know what it is, but my body... Do you buy a four-pack of beetroot after a hard day's work? I honestly do. <laughs> and I eat them. You must have seen me eat them around the place. I, I just eat them like... Uh, just. Whole. I'm imagining you eating them on corners of streets and stuff. Yeah. I, I shuffling eat, off. I eat them whole. And, and no matter how many I've eaten, Max, I've, I've tr- I went hard once. I tried intentionally to eat eight of them. Mm. right i got i didn't quite make it i got it to seven but maybe your standard color is just that now and you you don't know the difference no man no i'm telling you like it would have to go like um it, it would nearly have to be like beaming off the bottom of the bowl you know I'll, I'll i'll say this right let me go on record my piss is crystal clear mm-hmm. right it is really i drink a lot of water where do you think the beetroots have to go on then do you think you just got to build up a beetroot somewhere in you i think i might i'm thinking yeah. cut me i bleed beetroot yeah you know that's that, that's a concern of mine. That's all I'm saying. Do you know what would be a, a great side act to Meatloaf would be a singer called Beetroot. Beetroot. <laughs> while, while living with uh, Dick DeCain, they slowly began to pick up words of English until they could attempt to answer some of the questions from the locals. It appears they came from a place called St. Martin's Land, where the sun never shined and it was always lit by the twinkling of stars and twilight. Furthermore, everyone there was also green, and supposedly they were also Christian. The children themselves were also equally uncertain of how they came to be in the land of England, and they claimed that they had been herding cattle when they found their way into a cave and followed the sounds of bells eventually emerging through the darkness into the land. Portal, classic Lupit. portal. That's a cave portal if I've ever seen well, one. Yeah, yeah. They're okay, let's, let's backtrack a little okay. bit. You just said that they're Christian, or they said they were Christian, They did right? say they were Christian, yeah. Let's go back before that crazy statement, yeah. right, that the aliens are Christian. Let's go back before that. <laughs> they tell me the what? How long did they stay there that they could pick up the language? Oh, we'll get to that. They're there... For ages. Like, are we talking six months? Well, they're there for a long time, Dennis. Okay. They're there for a long time, right? I'll answer that question in a minute. You've so many questions to answer. Yeah, because, Dennis, right, at this point, they've been there enough. They're picking up the language. Fair play to them. They didn't have Duolingo back then or anything like that. At this point, it was decided that a good course of action would be to baptize the two children. Just in case, you know. Even though they said they were Christian, but, you know, maybe they've never been baptized. So the townspeople readily did this. However, soon after the baptism... 
the boy child unfortunately took ill and died after a short illness. Well done, village. <laughs> <laughs> how how are they Christian? Jesus was, was are you is this theory saying that Jesus was planet hopping? Do so do you want me to answer that? No. Kind or, of, yeah. No. Okay. It is I'm not gonna say whether or not this interacts with any of the theories I'm gonna tell you at the end. Okay. But there is a strong contingent of people who believe that Jesus, when he ascended, w- was taken up by a flying saucer. <laughs> was that was he getting collected or was he just taken away? He was <laughs> he was getting collected. He was getting so Jesus is an alien. It was getting collected. There's two branches. Probably to related to ancient aliens. So, some, people, some people believe that Jesus w- was just being picked up by the aliens because he was that good. Oh, great. They yeah. were like headhunting him. Yeah. They were like, oh my God. Scouts saw him and said, we want this lad in our starting 11. You're telling me that there's a son of God down here. So they go to pick him up. The other one is that he, he was always an alien. Okay. And so they're going around then doing this Christianity thing everywhere. Yeah. Love the way it never crossed your mind that maybe maybe the two children might have just picked up that it was a good thing to say they were Christian. What kind of fucking bullshit is that? You've just you've you've led me down the swanee. You've led me down the swanee and right. thrown me in there. Yeah, why? You say you you gave me a statement to say they are Christian, that they confirmed they're Christian. They said they were, yeah. And no no all the things you're telling me, we can now just take it that it's bullshit. Well, I'm saying, like, imagine this. They're talking to the two, Christi- the two children and they go, are, are you Christian? And they're like, oh, what, what, what's Christian? And they're like, oh, Christian, it's like, you know, um, believing in, in, in uh, Jesus being the son of God. And if you don't believe in that, we, we usually kill those people. I totally, they, I totally understand yeah. the reasons, but you can, you, can, you can admit the way you brought it up to me was it was a matter of fact. I think that's C- considering. More, then I went talking about how Jesus might be an alien. That's actually way more on you than it, it, it was. It actually, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what what it was was you you actually. I don't know if you heard or not, but you actually leaped to a bit of a conclusion there. Uh, did I? Yeah, and um, like Jesus leapt into a UFO <laughs> and flew yeah. away. Yeah, I think it's that a, kind of conclusion. I think it's not outside the realms of possibility that he was picked up by <laughs> it's UFO. So very easy to be gaslit on this podcast. As well. <laughs> no. I think I think it's it's not crazy to think. Joe, actually, this is, this would be the funniest one. Je- Jesus is the Son of God, expects to be ascending into heaven, picked up by an alien. Jesus is going. What are you lads doing here? You think Jesus would have known about it though? Well, they've intercepted him, and and God's not delighted about it. Yeah, and then he goes off on an astral journey. Kind of a kind of wacky eighty sitcom kind of thing. Ah, uh, yeah, Jesus in space, that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. They saw, right, e- even though it's not, um, there are some sects, I always have trouble saying this word, sect, sects, yes, um, in Christianity that do believe that if other planets are out there, that they are also, um, that they are cr- Christian as well, that they're, they're familiar with God. I don't think the timelines work out for them, but, you know, do God you loves th- a trier. Do you not think, no? I don't, I don't think so. Joe, we'll, All right. we'll agree to disagree. Green children, we'll agree beans, liars. Right. Yeah. Where so else are we? Ch- child died, right? Yeah, he's yeah. dead, yeah. He, he's dead, right? Now, at this point, only the girl child survived. Soon after, she learned to actually eat English food 
and slowly, bit by bit, assimilated it into the local culture. So I started eating in Toby's bistros and stuff. Yeah, yeah, she did. She was mad into like Yorkshire puddings and stuff like that. Even at a certain point, believe this or not, turning to a fleshy skin tone like the rest of the people of Woolpit. So basically what you're saying is that these people are flamingos. Because flamingos, that's where they get their colour from, from eating prawns. Really? Is yeah. that true? They turn pink. That's where they get it from. So okay. you're saying that they have the same makeup as them. But they are humans. So it's just like a genetic defect. Is that is that why is that why people from the middle of England go gammon? Is that is that yeah. what that is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So may, maybe that's one of the potential theories. Is that it's just what they... You are what you eat. I'm sure you've heard that. So there's nothing to this then. They just, no. they just said too many green beans. No, 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 no. Has this ever happened in the history of the world before where someone has ate loads of food? Wait, didn't a guy turn himself didn't a guy turn himself blue before? He did. Remember I sent you a video about it, I think. Blue man. He was eating some sort of chemical. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he turned completely blue, poor lad. Yeah. That that's true. Mm-hmm. But this is something more spectacular than that. Okay? <laughs> that was pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah, but this is more like this is more spectacular. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, my personal theory there is that she, uh, she didn't actually become like, um, you know, fleshy, white skinned. Like I think what happened is that's uh, the way of them emphasizing at the time that she had assimilated into English culture, right? And are you saying that they're some sort of chameleon now? They're an alien shapeshifter. No, no, I don't think I ever said that. Well, what did you say? Like, as in, you know, she said, you know what? I'm going to make a really good effort here. I'm going to change the entire color of my no, skin. No, 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 no. I don't. No, no. I'm, I'm saying that in the sources, I think she was still green. But in the sources, they emphasize. Like, they say she. So she was still green. But, I think but, she was. But they were just saying, she, you know, she's Christian and she's turned white now. So everything's fine. Yeah, I think like, that's, thanks to us I think that's poetic license that she stopped That is some green. license. You could drive a car with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that, listen, that's what I think. And according to Decane, this becomes important now, right? According to Decane, that woman, she would eventually go on to marry a man from King's Lynn. Supposedly, people have worked out that supposedly it was the royal official, one Richard Barr. And despite happening over 800 years ago, Dennis... The story of the green children of Woolpit remains to this day unexplained. I'm not going to even interrupt you. Give us the theories. I need them. Because you, you, need- you've mentioned scales and everything now, and I, I don't think we're any closer <laughs> to getting to the bottom of it. Okay, okay, Dennis, right? Here are some theories for you. Number one, I think, I think you know where I'm going with this. They were aliens. All right, they're aliens. Where they come from? What are they up to? Alien children... I think you can really go with a few ways on this. One, you can say where they dropped off by mistake. Mm-hmm. Right. Two, you can say where they dropped off on purpose. Why did they fall into the pits, though? Uh, that was just uh, negligence. Negligence. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So are these actual child or children or are they like really, really smart aliens? I think, Posing as children. I think that they are. Hmm. That's a good question. I think they're, I think they're smart. <laughs> well, but, you're saying good question, but do you just stop at aliens? What do you mean? <laughs> do you just, is your theory stopping at aliens? Like, yeah, they're aliens. That's I, I think, oh yeah, they're aliens. Oh yeah, that's, that's. They're aliens. 
I can fill in the, the blanks uh, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be. Yeah, I, I think I think um, if they're aliens in this point, I, do you know, I pity does kind of think maybe they are young aliens. All right, well, maybe, right? What I would probably say is that they're specially engineered. Yeah, um, yes. To fit Alien in human with hybrids. humans. They're grown from, like, what we would perceive as, you know, like a baby or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe in a spaceship and then, like, test tube baby to fit mm. in with humans. Oh, if to eat beans, they turn green. Yeah. You see, I don't think that aliens are going to know everything. I think I think they're going to make mistakes just like everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. A little bit of flamingo DNA got wrapped yeah. up in the, in the baby. Yeah. And now, look <laughs> at this. In the baby. In the baby. And now, look at this. Green yeah, baby. The green baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm up with that. Are you ready for another theory, Dennis? Mm-hmm. Another theory is that they're from another dimension. Uh, hence the cave. And the portal, yeah. You, yeah. you leaped straight on the portal. You leapt yeah. on it. And I think it's fair to say they're from another dimension, St. Martin's Land. They went through a portal. They're poor parents in that other dimension. They're like, where the hell did our children go? Old, uh, you know, greeny. So in this world, it's constantly dark. In that other dimension, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. To bring that back to the alien thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's their explanation of being in a spaceship and seeing, seeing space. But I thought they came through a cave. Yeah, that's a teleporter. But why, why were they because, in a spaceship? Because, remember this, they're describing it with words that have been taught to them. Yeah, so, but, so, yeah, but, but so, how does the portal in the spaceship match up? They, no, they no, weren't no, on a spaceship. No, because they, they're not learning the English words for spaceship and stuff. So they're interpreting. It's like an interpolation. Yeah, but if they go into a teleporter, they're not going to see space. What do you mean? No, no, they live. They lived. They live in a spaceship. They lived in a spaceship for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Growing up during the summer, like no, no, growing up like to a certain age. Okay, and, and then they were sent there. So that's why they said, "Oh, it was dark all the time," and there was twilight stars, right? Because that's like the spe- that's seeing out like the the I guess the the sunroof, yeah, the star roof of of the spaceship. And and then when did they get into the cave? What explains them going to the cave? Uh, that's just the way that they described the teleportation device. That they were using. All right, so everything that's been used can just be twisted around for whatever kind of narrative you need. Yeah, because they're only learning English from the time. No, I get it. So like, yeah, so I, they're I tr- they're trying to describe it. You know, it's like it's like people in the eighteen hundred. So were they really green, or could it no, they just were been green. something they else? Were green. They, they were green. They were definitely green. They were definitely green because that came from a different source. But it's a bit like what about Saint Martin's? How could that be confused? Um, that might, might have just been the name of one of the aliens, Saint Martin. Yeah. Samaritan. Saint Martin. Samaritan. That's yeah, his, his yeah, name is actually yeah, Samaritan. Yes. And they're like, is, are they saying Saint Martin? They must yeah. be Christian. And Yes. Now I think we're on to something. So they, Patron to, saint of interdimensional portals and caves. Right. To go to the other dimension. The other dimension theory again. To jump back to that. We're in the other dimension. <laughs> right. In the other dimension theory, I think it's a lot simpler to explain a lot of these things. Because that's just what that dimension's like, you know? What? Did they, what, what, can you just say what it is? Oh, well, that dimension is, like, uh, night all the time. It's night all the time. Very so sun, they're not involved in a spaceship then at that point? No, in that other dimension, cave. yeah. And they just want... But why, just, would it, why are they light green if they're in a dark That's just what that dimension's atmosphere. like. That's just what that dimension's like. But they're like, humans, man. so they've evolved the same way we have. So why are they green? No, no, because in that dimension, they evolved slightly differently. To turn green when they ate broad beans. Are you even listening? <laughs> Yeah, but why are they green? What what kind of evolutionary thing are they green for? Like, if they were plants Camouflage. or whatever, it 
camouflage okay yeah. but that then says that there's plants around but they're like it's no dark. not necessarily well what are they green against then maybe. you know like if it was chlorophyll or something but there's no sun yeah there's no well, photosynthesis maybe it's green right i'll give you two answers to that one green if it's not too much trouble to you. yeah one of them is green it uh it just blends in with the darkness right simple enough doesn't require much explanation i'm sure you understand what but I'm saying, you yeah. said they're saint patrick's day green that doesn't blend in with the darkness. No, it does, kind of, yeah. It absolutely o- doesn't. Other, other thing, other thing, <laughs> is maybe, maybe plants are super photosensitive in their dimension. So they only require, like, twilight to actually get enough um, nutrients. Okay, but it, it still it just leaves that thing open of why did they evolve the same way we did when they live in a dark atmosphere? They wouldn't even have eyes, I'd imagine. Dennis, I, do, I don't think you're understanding the like, it's not another country. It's another dimension, Dennis. Totally understand yeah. that rhetoric, the rhetoric that you keep pushing towards me. But it just doesn't explain why they're human. They they would just be like bats or something. No, because it no, because it happens to be the dimension where they are exactly like this. Uh, you know what it probably is. You know what? what it probably is. It's probably aliens have took humans to that place and they they raised them as an experiment, and then they wandered into a portal, wandered off site into the experiment place, and then they got chunked it they got shoved into our place and that's the door that aliens use no i don't i'm not i'm just not buying that <laughs> this is not exactly this is a bit far-fetched there's no fucking reason why they're the same as us if they're in a in, if they're in a planetary place it's completely different i've come up with a i came up with a theory during this that i thought you'd like as well <laughs> like as well is yeah is that they're um they're actually they actually are wolves and the two children got caught in there then two wolves went in Uh-oh. ate the children and oh. just happened to have like their clothes on, and the the locals were like, "Whoa!" So like the origins of like Red Riding Hood in a way. Yeah, yeah, kind of that type of thing. Okay. Now I don't really believe that theory. No, but, but it's just fun to talk about there. Be, I thought it'd be yeah. fun to to talk you through. It, it probably has as much likelihood as being true as the other ones. No. Next one, uh, there might be changelings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mentioned that. What? Where does the changeling come from? Though is that like a a spirity thing hanging around the place is it an alien etc etc it's like the fairies and stuff you know you know <laughs> no we can't just say it's like the fairies and stuff we have to give them something no you know dennis right the changelings are when the fairies take away a child and replace them with like a, a weird basically um, a weird <laughs> yeah a weird a weird clone kind of magical clone okay and what's the point of that they just go in and they just cause havoc Right, they're just mischievous. Yeah, usually. Do they eat the baby? Um, what? Well, what do they do with the baby they steal? Oh, um, they. I think they raise that as their own. Oh, okay, it's a fairy baby. Yeah, the I'm, I'm like I'm not. You wouldn't be able say... to keep it under wraps for long when the baby is you know like twenty times the size of the fairies when it's like two. Then no, they that's what they're getting it for to do the heavy lifting and stuff. Oh, really, a laborer? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty that, sure that actually makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's what they're they're doing long term. Right, second last theory now. I think you're going to like this one a lot. Yeah. Second last theory is that they are actually reptilian aliens mm. sent to Earth, engineered. They can transform chameleon style, like you said, or they can alter their appearance. Sent to Earth to uh, integrate mm-hmm. and infiltrate human society. One of them didn't make it. Don't know what happened there. Got a bit sick, I guess. It happens. Even for reptilian aliens. The other one think you might have noticed there, if you were paying attention like I asked you to, that she went on to marry a royal official. Uh-oh. So, 
you're Can we track her lineage? I'm, listen. Straight up to Obama, I'd say. <laughs> no. No, you're crazy. Well, where would she go otherwise? She'd go to fucking King of England. Queen King of England. England. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, but she, it's not like they'd stop there. They'd keep on going, no? No, I think they'd just stop there. That's, not, that's it. That's it. We're done. Yeah, yeah. So that that's, she, she's the source of this the reptilian elite. This is your most viable theory yet. You think so? Yeah, and that says a lot. Okay. Okay, definitely so, your most valuable. So you're you're liking that one, yeah? Yeah, at least there's a purpose to this. And there's them just being green because eat beans. There's a source. Well, no, that's still part of this. Why is this part of this? Because uh, no, it's not because they're chameleons. Yeah, but it, you need to take in the pigments. I think. No, you just it just change it to their surroundings, isn't it? Uh, you said it's camouflage. Uh, it's kind of it's it's confusing. <laughs> it, right? it, it is it is very confusing so you're saying that's the most viable theory yeah so it is because at yeah. least they've got a purpose than just hanging around eating beans well this last one left of field uh, they were Flemish refugees Are f- were the Flemish people at the time green? Uh, they p- potentially they would have been a bit more um, sickly in, in appearance okay but they wouldn't have been lime green like no Paddy's Day Green. Yeah, and in the, in this reading green is kind of more uh, more just saying they were they were sickly Okay, um, and then wait. Bo- are you saying that it could you just could have interpreted it all incorrectly? Are you saying that Matt just sent us the sick children of Wolfpit? No, I'm not saying that. I don't. Ha- I actually don't think that this theory holds much, much water. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but even if it did, even if it did, you have to say it's pretty amazing that they came all the way from Flimland. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, very and, ma- and made it to Suffolk. You have to say that. No, I have to. It yeah. is amazing. Now, personally, I don't really think that theory... That theory for me is, I think, if anything, put out there by the reptilian elite. Before we put back on our shoes and head out this exit tour of the podcast, which one are you lining up with in this theory sent to you by your Canadian husband? I have to say reptilian reptilian elite. Reptilian elite infiltrating. Yeah. And you you think this is grown zero? That or... Yeah, that or other dimension. I'm quite... I'm. I'm quite open to other dimension as well. I'm not open to other dimension. I think this is engineered aliens there to infiltrate the powers that be. Okay. And this is ground zero for it. All right. Listen, I'll shake on that. I think the wilder you get with it, the more I'm shoved towards something that in any other episode would be insane. Well, <laughs> it's listen, and and you're just before we wrap up, you're 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 not in the wolf children camp. Wolf, no wolves in wolves and children's clothes. no that didn't fight with me okay maybe another time okay, okay. Um, alright that does for this week thanks so much for listening to the podcast I'm Dennis Len. you can find me at Dennis Len 3 d on Twitter and other places if you want to find me over there is Roger O'Sullivan you can find me at Roger O'Comedy like Matt did and uh, you can you know just tell me how great you think my podcast is and if you want to email both of us um, you can do that unexplainedlegends at gmail.com and if you've got any spooky stories for our anniversary podcast which will be coming up soon we've actually received some so oh. and we got a big one in from a long time listener which nice. we'll be featuring um, so yeah get them in unexplainedlegends at gmail.com I know you listen to this every week and go I'll write that email tomorrow but you need to get it in now yeah. we're going to do it and also reviews just give us five stars at Apple Podcasts and Spotify I guess on the back of that love you bye I'm saying there's a link. <laughs>